Did you know one in five Americans live with a mental health problem? <laughs> that means unless you live in a cave, you know someone personally dealing with these issues. So join us and our special guests as we answer your questions, share real stories, and work to pull the curtain back on how stigma impacts our everyday lives and our communities. We believe that making a real impact happens best with candid conversations, laughter, and tears. We are your hosts, Jennifer Teague and Josh Moore, and this is Impact Stigma. Good morning, evening, or afternoon. Hey there, Josh. So glad to be back. Yep, glad to be back. It's been a long month. It absolutely has. Yes, it has. So, how was your Thanksgiving? Um, terrible. Oh yeah, what happened? Well, we got COVID. Oh, and, that's uh, Yeah, it was terrible. We got sick and quarantined, isolated. Sorry, at home. And I spent my Thanksgiving unable to taste or smell anything. Quarantined to my bedroom for fourteen days. Missed my daughter's twentieth birthday and. You know, it's kind of stinky. More importantly, though, my kids didn't get to do Thanksgiving with our family. I know there's a lot of people out there dealing with that. And it just, you know, when you experience it, it's a different thing. It totally yeah. stinks. How about you? <laughs> it was pretty good. We did our annual Mario Kart Fiesta Challenge, and four or five of us that went at it for Mario Kart for a few hours. That pretty sounds fun. like something, that sounds like it's pretty interesting. So, yeah, we, we do it won? every year. Who oh, won? I always win. <laughs> Kids always lose. <laughs> you can't even let them win? No. Not even just a little bit? No, I don't teach them to always be a winner. Oh, they ha- they need to learn to lose. <laughs> Did you have anything special for Thanksgiving? Uh, just turkey and shrimp. That's about it. Shrimp? Really? Yep. That's different. We have ribs. My dad does this really great. He's a really excellent uh, barbecue rib maker, and we do have a little smoked turkey, but we do ribs. And unfortunately, um, he did bring something over and left it kind of in the yard and mm-hmm. like yelled, I love you, and got in his, their car and left. And we later went outside and, and grabbed it and came back in and, you know, so we could have a little bit of food. And it literally just tasted like sugar and burnt, charred burn. That's it. That's all I could taste. Yeah, my mom put together a huge package for my memo. And for you people that listen that don't know what a memo is, that is a grandmother. Grandmother. And... She took it to my mamaw, who lives about an hour away, and set it on her doorstep and left. So my, it was weird this year because she couldn't come. She's yeah. all by herself this year. So, Yeah, it's, it's tough. This whole season has been really tough with, uh, with COVID and just all the different things it's, it's created. So I know there's a lot of people out there dealing with the stress of that, and we're going to get into it in a minute. You know, those dealing with mental health and behavioral health issues are you know, dealing with a, another level of stress on top of it. So um, we're excited about this this episode of, of Impact Stigma. Josh and I are going to be your special guests for this podcast. I just want to say, first and foremost, that we are really grateful to share with all of you the exciting things happening with Impact Stigma during this podcast. And we are going to share our big Surviving the Holidays Toolkit, as well as catch you up on all that's been going on over the last month and a half. Yeah, so we encourage candid, open, and even lighthearted conversations about stigma on this podcast. So please do remember, what we talk about should never be a substitute for professional advice, a diagnosis, or treatment for a mental and behavioral health issue. If you do need further assistance or have questions, please visit the Frontier Health website at FrontierHealth.org for more information. Thank you, Josh. Let's get started with some good news. Many people... Just so you all know, reached out to us on our Facebook and Instagram pages over the last week because of an announcement we made. So every year, the Tennessee Association of Mental Health 
organizations, or TAMHO for short, holds an award ceremony to recognize and honor all the mental health professionals and their incredible contributions throughout the state of Tennessee. Yep. TAMHO is a statewide trade association representing community mental health centers and nonprofit corporations that provide behavioral health services across the entire state of Tennessee. Their mission is to serve their members, promote the advancement of effective behavioral health services, and to advocate for people in need of care. The TAMHO Awards are like the Oscars of mental and behavioral health. They're exactly like that. So this year, Josh and myself, along with the Impact Sigma podcast, were nominated for the TAMHO Media Award, and we are so extremely honored to officially announce that we won. I know, it's crazy. I feel like we should yell TAMHO like, Like, woohoo, go TAMHO. It was really great. We were uh, all in our boardroom here, the big boardroom, and we got to be a part of this virtual event um, in front of all of our peers, and we just thought they were going to say, y'all won, and it was actually this really great tribute to what we were doing, and I was so humbled, and um, it was just an outstanding experience. Uh, We also had Chad Duncan, who is part of our Frontier Health team, win the brand new Emerging Leader Award, so I I I thought that was really great. We're the only, yeah, go ahead. I think we were the only organization with two winners. We were. Yeah. It was pretty impressive. Yeah, I was pretty happy with that. I was very proud of that. So thank you all so much for everything. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank you for, you know, being there. So we also wanted to say a big humble thank you to a special person, Christy Hammonds, who is one of our fearless leaders and the CEO for Frontier Health for this nomination. She officially nominated us. So thank you, Christy. And also thank you to Tamho for choosing us. We are so honored. Now Impact Sigma is officially an award-winning podcast. That's so cool. I'm so proud of us. Yeah, it's pretty great for for everybody. And thank you guys for listening. Seriously, it's a big deal. If you all hadn't listened, we wouldn't have won. Yeah. All right, so the last month and a half has been really busy for both of us. We launched our Impact Stigma campaign during this year's Giving Tuesday. It was the kickoff for this year's campaign. The podcast is just one part of Impact Stigma. So, Jennifer, if you could share a little background with our listeners and kind of tell them how they can get involved. Absolutely. So, you guys know I'm a single mom with the three kids and all that good stuff. And I'm on a budget like everybody else. Um, I've always really loved the idea of giving, but that was just usually last on my financial list, you know. So I always felt like also that I had to make this great big donation to even make a difference anyway. And the few times I did break down and give, you know, all I kind of got was a, a quick thank you email from the organization. And then they added me to their never-ending solicitation emails and asked me for more money. So the whole thing was just a big turnoff. It's not what I wanted to do as, you know, for for those of you out there that don't know, that's part of what we do here at the foundation is not just, you know, the Impact Sigma podcast. We also, you know, raise money and bring in donations to help support Frontier Health the services and programs here. So when the idea of Impact Sigma came to me, you know, it was inspired by meeting people right where they are and then making an immediate impact on their lives. To do that, Impact Sigma needed to be multifaceted. It just needed to be more than just, hey, I need to ask you to help donate to this to our organization. So I thought, what if we create a monthly giving membership type option that made giving affordable along with an engaging community and fun events that joins everyone together? We can call these monthly givers impact makers, and we can send them a welcome letter with free swag and give them discounted access to all of our fun impact stigma events and provide an online social community with other impact makers. Then I thought, you know, we could add a creative podcast that would be the voice for this movement. 
it would be how we would, you know, make that impact in our communities while shedding light on stigma all year long. This is what I think makes this whole Impact Sigma movement so special because seriously, if all you do is just listen to this podcast and then change how you treat people, you're making an impact. So that's why, you know, you don't have to give, but Impact Stigma does need all of our listeners to join us and become impact makers. Your support helps us keep this message going and it supports the programs and services of Frontier Health, like Safe House, our domestic violence shelter, where we featured Tina Johnson for one of our, um, our podcast episodes. You can go back and listen to that and learn about Safe House. And it also helps with the adventure program, for instance, where our local youth that are suffering from addiction, they gain skills to stay sober before they reach adulthood. So it nips that substance abuse um, issue in the bud you know, when they're children and youth instead of moving on into their adult years. Frontier Health also supports so many schools in our area and foster children. Um, they provide services for uh, disabled individuals and provide needed substance abuse services throughout our region. We have programs that support every aspect of mental health and behavioral health throughout Northeast Tennessee and Southwest Virginia. These programs and services require funding all year long, and that is why our impact makers make such a huge difference. You're the ones that help us do great things month after month. What I get excited about, though, is the bigger we become, the louder our community's voice will be. So if you're ready for your voice to be heard, just go to FrontierHealth.org. Sorry, FrontierHealthFoundation.org. And there's a pop-up widget on our homepage, and it has the Impact Stigma logo right there on top. So you just read that and go down and click the Join the Movement red button. It'll take you to the page where you can become an impact maker. You just decide how much a month you want to give, and then make sure you read on down and check that box that says make this gift a monthly donation. So that way we know that you want to join our movement. We're going to send you an impact maker welcome packet with your free gifts and invite you to be a part of our social media community. So if you have questions, just email us at foundation at frontierhealth.org. All right, now on to the part that we hope will be the most important part for you to hear during this holiday season, our Surviving the Holidays Toolkit. Did you all get that? That was a lot. It was. The holidays can create stress and anxiety for all of us, but those dealing with mental health issues, the holidays can be the hardest time of year. We contacted all of our Frontier Health leaders, therapists, peer recovery specialists, and case managers to ask them for their best advice for surviving the holidays. With that, we created what we call Surviving the Holidays Toolkit. The holidays are forgiving and being with family and friends, for sure, but one area that tends to always get overlooked is making sure we focus on self-care. We work so flipping hard to be everything for everyone during this time of year that we tend to ignore ourselves. So one of our past guests, Polly Jessen, shared this about the importance of self-care. She said, self-care is important always, but perhaps even more so during the holidays. Stressful emotions and busy schedules can make it easy to forget to take care of ourselves. Just like we can't pour from an empty cup, we need to make sure we love and care for ourselves just as much as we do others. Sometimes we try to become superhumans to keep up with all the demands, leaving us exhausted and un unfulfilled. As a person who has always struggled with balance, it's helpful to remember that I'm human. We can all take a deep breath and, you know, take off the cape sometimes. She also recommended this quote. She says, There is some kind of sweet innocence in being human, in not having to be just happy or sad in the nature of being able to be both broken and whole at the same time. See Joy Belsey. Sometimes the holidays would be easier if they weren't holidays, right? 
During this time of year, for individuals dealing with mental illness, the holiday season is a difficult change in their daily routine. Change like this can trigger anxiety, depression, or even the return of psychotic symptoms. It is a challenge for them and their families. Creating balance is tough for those caring for those individuals, so having good strategies in place for coping during the holiday season is exactly what Leslie Hurd, Site Director for Hawkins County Mental Health Center, advises. Leslie shared, My best suggestion is to be proactive. Be aware of what situations are difficult for you and have a plan of sorts in mind in case you find yourself there. Preparation is key, especially when you are aware of your triggers. This includes not overextending yourself or feeling guilty if you just cannot make time to stop for every holiday event that is planned. Focus on what is truly important to you and spend your time accordingly, giving yourself and others some grace for the stress that is inevitable with the holidays and be mindful of your limits. The holidays should be a time of joy and rest, so start that tradition for yourself this year. That's really great advice. Yeah. I like that. Make sure you focus on yourself and just chill when you need to chill and, you know, just take it slow sometimes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, communicating what is happening to us with our loved ones is especially difficult during the holidays because, let's just be honest, we all want to feel good this time of year. There's a lot of pressure to have that picture-perfect holiday experience. I don't know if you've felt that pressure, Josh, or your wife has, but I know Mm -hmm. as a woman I have. When this pressure is felt by those dealing with mental health issues, it can increase feelings of shame. And if they, you know, if they fear they might have an episode or make a mess of things, it gets even bigger. I think we can all relate to this regardless of whether or not we are dealing with a mental health issue or not. So here is what Sherry Feathers, Senior Vice President of Specialty Services, had to say about relieving stress during the holidays. She says, keep your expectations realistic. I think most of us tend to set unrealistic expectations for the holidays, and that can take a huge toll on our emotions. Be honest with yourself and check in on your feelings. Many people have experienced pain and loss this year. If you feel sadness, give yourself permission to feel grief and loss. The more you give yourself freedom to express those emotions, the more joy you can feel as well. Practice self-compassion. Self-compassion can be learned and starts with us first. Go into this holiday season trying to find out more about yourself. Use that energy and no matter what you find, love what makes you, you. It is not about perfection, but instead it is about kind-heartedness, empathy, and self-love. Self-compassion is a practice that can help us all become less self-critical and perhaps even achieve more and give more with the right spirit of mind. Accept help. My biggest personal holiday struggle, she says. While it may sound simple enough, accepting help can be extremely challenging for many of us at one time or another and can be really hard during the holidays. It can be especially hard for those of us who believe that seeking help undermines our independence and our ability to cope. When someone gives you love or kindness, accept their compliments and help graciously. Give others an opportunity to give this season. Ginger Nazari, Senior VP of Adult Services, says... Ask questions and say how you feel. Don't assume that folks can know you and your feelings and your needs. This is especially true in expecting folks to be able to read you with a mask on. Be brave and say it aloud. Kiss, short for keep it simple, silly. Break things down into what is simply easy and don't try to have all the yummy dishes at the holidays that you usually have. Just keep it simple. Don't overwhelm yourself with trying to get everything that everyone wants for the holiday. Keep it simple. Not all of us struggle with the chaos of the holidays, but instead of dealing 
more with the loss of a loved one. Here is Devin Johnson, a certified peer wellness and recovery coach story and outlook on one of the hardest parts of the holidays. My dad passed away in April, and so this year is our first holiday season without him. Because of COVID, my kids and I did not travel to be with my mom and siblings this Thanksgiving. However, I did notice the absence of my father. My family tradition is to put up the Christmas decorations on the Friday after Thanksgiving. My dad usually directs us in a well-rehearsed tradition of stringing the lights, finding extension cords, and putting up the ornaments made 30-plus years ago. This year, my sister and her family put up the tree for my mom on Thanksgiving. Losing a loved one is really tough. Um, Devin also shared how important it is to create holiday rituals during this time of year. She says, We are used to grief talk and mental health and substance abuse work, but we are not used to rituals, even though we have them for almost everything. Here are her thoughts on developing rituals to help with grief. First, she says, making your loved one's favorite dessert or dish during the holidays. She said, my dad used to make creme de menthe bars. I thought that was really neat. She also says, start a new tradition in honor of your loved one. Do a walk before your meal. Run or walk a race in honor of your loved one. Or spend Thanksgiving on Christmas Eve serving meals instead of just eating them. She credits Lynn Keck for this idea. Wrap a present for your loved one. Whether it's an empty box or full of written memories, open it when you typically exchange gifts. Hold that time and space to share special memories with your family. Create a book of memories, stories, and pictures for yourself and other family members. She says that um, they purchased a book for her mom this year for Christmas, and they're going to ask her mom to answer questions about her dad for like an entire year and then they send it off to this company and the company sends them back a complete book so she does mention there are cheaper do-it-yourself versions and ways to do this but I thought this was a really excellent idea for those of you out there dealing with the loss and the grief of a loved one for this holiday season she also says schedule therapy counseling um, appointments during the holidays or the weeks leading up to significant dates remember to schedule time for grief even though it usually hits at random times And give less material gifts to family and friends, but increase giving in honor of your loved ones or those still with you. Remember to take care of yourself, you guys. Be proactive and give yourself grace during the holidays. Create new traditions and try adding some new rituals to help you grieve the loss of loved ones during this holiday season. Don't forget to take a breath and remember this time of year is more about making memories than anything else. If you are a family member with a loved one dealing with mental health issues and you all need some guidance, there are many resources online, including Frontier Health, that you can turn to. If you do need to reach out and ask for help or you or someone you know is having a mental health crisis, you can call our 24-hour crisis line at 877-928-9062. One more time, that's 877-928-9062. So COVID has added a whole new level of stress this year for all of us. We also wanted to share some ways to cope and where you can access free help. If you have feelings of stress, anxiety, or you feel overwhelmed because of COVID, please call the Frontier Health free virtual COVID counseling service. It's free, 100% free. You can call them at 1-833-4-FH-COVID. That comes out to be 434 434- Two six eight four eight three three four three four two six eight four. They are available seven days a week from 12 p.m. to 10 p.m. The pandemic and the holidays together might have you experiencing a really 
just a higher amount of stress, anxiety, fear, sadness, and loneliness this year. So we found some national surveys that show a major increase in the number of U.S. adults who report symptoms of stress, anxiety, and depression during this pandemic compared to before the pandemic ever started. So if you are suffering, please remember it is 100% okay to reach out and ask for help. Some ways to care for your physical health, get enough sleep, participate in regular physical activities and exercise to help reduce anxiety and to improve your mood. Eat healthier and stay hydrated. Choose a more well-balanced diet. Avoid tobacco, alcohol, and drugs. If you smoke tobacco or vape, you are already at a higher risk for lung disease, and you can increase your risk of COVID complications. Lower your time in front of electronic devices each day, including 30 minutes before bedtime. Relax and recharge. Set a time some side for just yourself. Your mental health is just as important, so here are some tips to help you take care of your mind. Keep your regular routine. Maintaining a regular schedule is important to your mental health. Remember to limit your exposure to news media. Constant news about COVID-19 from all types of media can heighten your fears about the disease. Try and stay busy. A distraction can get you away from the cycle of negative thoughts that can feed the anxiety and depression. Also, don't become overwhelmed by doing what I do. Um, Yeah, I'm not even going to lie. I have a tendency to make these great, big, life-changing lists of things to do. Um, So make sure that while you're home, you you just kind of focus on reasonable goals. Set those each day and outline steps you can take to reach them. Also, if you need to stay home and distance yourself from others, remember to avoid social isolation. Reach out each day and make virtual connections with friends and family. You can use email, text, phone, or even FaceTime. Giving to others has always been something I've recognized in myself that's just really helped lift my spirits. So, you know, doing something for others gives us a sense of purpose and increases our positive mindset. These are some really great ways to make sure you are doing all you can to stay well during this pandemic. Here is the information for the free virtual COVID counseling service one more time just in case you need it, 833-434-2684. That's 833-434-2684. We are available seven days a week from 12 p.m. to 10 p.m. I would like to end this with one more quote from our past guest, Polly Jessen, again, telling us to remember the most important lesson during this time of year. She says, This quote by Marianne Williamson reminds me of the true power and ongoing energy of love. While some of us won't be able to celebrate with loved ones for a variety of reasons this year, the absence does not dissolve the connection. The ties that bind us are far stronger than the situations keeping us apart right now. I truly believe that we are all spiritual beings doing our best to navigate this confusing and difficult human experience. The quote she's referring to is, Love is what we are born with. Fear is what we learn. The spiritual journey is the unlearning of fear and prejudices and the acceptance of love back in our hearts. Love is the essential reality and our purpose on earth. To be consciously aware of it, to experience love in ourselves and others, is the meaning of life. Meaning does not lie in things. Meaning lies in us. Marian Williamson. Thanks everyone for joining us for the special holiday episode and to help us end season one. We will be back January for season two of Impact Stigma. So until then, y'all have a great and Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. And wishing you guys all the joys of the season. And remember, to take care of yourself and give yourself some grace. 
Merry Christmas, you guys. Happy holidays. We'll see you next year. Absolutely. Bye. Stigma can make mental health problems worse and even stop a person from getting the help they need. Untreated mental illness places an enormous economic and emotional burden on our communities. Economic burden alone is in the billions, and that directly affects all of us. We all play a crucial role in creating a mentally healthy community, one that is inclusive, rejects discrimination, and supports recovery. For us at Impact Stigma, this is way more than just a podcast. It is about igniting our communities, sharing our stories, and working together with listeners like you. We invite you to find out more about Impact Stigma on our website at impactstigma.com. One way you can make an impact right now is by sharing our podcast with your friends and family because you never know when something we talk about might be the reason someone you love asks for help. Mental illness is not a personal failure. We can't do this without you. So if you feel inspired to get involved, first, subscribe to this podcast. Then go visit our website at impactstigma.com. Watch the video and read about how you can become an impact maker. Thank you for listening to Impact Stigma. You're so glad you chose us. We want to thank our guests again for sharing your impactful story and doing your part to Impact Stigma. Join us next time as we enjoy some laughs and hear impactful stories. Until then, this work needs you. So go be an impact maker. Thank you and be blessed.